Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. More competition for more. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy orange? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, bitch! If someone asked me in school the following day, what did I watch? I'd like, oh, I watched Robot Wars. <laughs> but deep down, I'd be thinking about Joey and Pacey's relationship. <laughs> Hello there and welcome to our 10th episode of Telebox, the last of the season. It's been a roller coaster, Emma. Lots of telly watched, some great and some not so great. Yeah, it's been a fairly diverse 10 weeks. We started out with some true crime docs, headed to Paris for a bit with our L pal, Assam. Things got weird. Remember with the mass Singer? Yeah, it's been a lot. And don't forget the guests. We've had some crack with the likes of Jason Bourne, Joanne McNally along the way. But we haven't stopped there. We may have actually saved our best chat till last. Or at least definitely our most surprising. We won't ruin it for you yet. But we had Hardy Books legend Owen Colgan in to tell us about his favourite show. And I think we are both surprised to see that side of him. And we're also going to be discussing the team of finales. So some good ones that blew you away, the bad ones that left you wanting more and the ones that surprised you most. So we've loads to get through. Did somebody say, just now we are going to be focusing on some series finales later on in the show. So Emma, I hope I'm not catching you off guard here, but I want to know what your finale of meals would be. Your death row choice. Sorry, are you, are you killing me off now, Jen? What's happening here? Maybe. I just, look, I just want to know what you, you would have for your... Like, okay, so you have your man coming up, right? He's coming up death row. Yeah. He's banging his baton off the bars. Okay, you know, I'm like, in the green mile. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Yeah, I was about to say. And he's like, right, five o'clock now. That's the end of it for you. What do you want to eat? What's your answer? I think main course, I'm going to go for something that kind of reminds me of home, like a home cooked meal, that kind of thing. So I'm actually going to go with lasagna and chips. Right. Okay. For my main course. For my starter, I mean, I would like to ask for a selection of starters, but I don't know if you can do that on on death row. But a selection, I'm just going to (laughs) say. A selection of starters. Sure, what, Emma, like little, you're, you're on death row, what have you got to lose? Yeah, I realistically, just, I've probably done a lot say, worse, so I might as well just please, be cheeky and ask. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. Please, Mr. Jailer, just give me a platter. <laughs> um, God have mercy. I probably have to add that in, wouldn't I? Um, yeah. <laughs> then for dessert. Uh, I'm not going to ask for a platter again, although I would like, you know, when they do mini desserts, I think I'd get something like maybe like the Krispy Kremes you got the other week. Krispy, I was going to say, I was, and do you know what? I was going to say Gino's gelato, like you got the other week. Yeah, 
something yeah, something I'd go for it you know what I mean I wouldn't uh, yeah you know I like a fruit salad but not for my death row meal if they're gonna kill you you want them to be doing some sort of cleaning up afterwards you know I've probably left my mark but you know with the wash up as well <laughs> just you know yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so to summarise, if it's going to be your last meal on earth, you're going to really want a lot of choice involved. Take a trip down memory lane with all your favourites and relive some food memories. Now, hypothetically, I mean, if I was to try and organise this meal for you, what do you think would be the quickest and most convenient way of doing so? Now, this this isn't pre-rehearsed. We, we haven't set this up at all, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, I'm gonna take a hunch. I'm going to say... Possibly our fantastic sponsors just eat Ireland's leading food ordering and delivery app. That is 100% correct. Emma. I was going to say the exact same thing. That's mad that this isn't rehearsed. <laughs> anyway, so whether it's your death row meal, a movie night feast or even just a handy lunchtime snack, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say just eat? Now, for our last guest on Telebox, we are very, very happy to have on Hardy Bucks, funny man, comedic actor, stand up comedian, all round funny man, Owen Colgan. Thank you very much, Jen. Really appreciate the introduction. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No bother at all. Thanks for coming on. So, come here to me. What show are you bringing to us today? I'm bringing to you today Dawson's Creek, the 1990s super show. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I see. I never watched Dawson's Creek when it was out. I, I, I think it's one of those ones that I have to kind of go back and watch yeah. and come to it with a whole new perspective. So explain it to us. What draws you to Dawson's Creek? I suppose at the time in Mayo, you see, it was like there wasn't a whole lot going on. So there wasn't many love affairs or love or romances going on. So when I saw that show, I was like, oh, what's this? What's this all about? This is very interesting. And it's basically a series about two people that are coming of age at the same time, they're best friends and they kind of fall in love, but they fall out of love. And then other people get involved as well. And it causes friction between Joey and Dawson, AKA Katie Holmes and James Van Der Beek. <laughs> You've done the research. You've I mean like re- that. I don't even know why I'm saying all that because it's like <laughs> just the weird names, like as if they care what, I, what I'm talking about them for. <laughs> but uh, I was I like the show. I almost like the show too much. I feel a bit cringy when I say that, like, but I genuinely did enjoy the show. Me and my sister used to watch it when I should have been studying for the junior cert. I spent more time watching Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah. I love it. It was quite dramatic, wasn't it? It was one of those shows that kind of had the the misty glaze over the screen of it. It was really dreamy kind yeah. of from what I can remember. Definitely yeah. was. Yeah, they had some kind of weird filter on it, which, which made you feel like you're in a teenage dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was just real good looking. Yes, exactly. They were like, and especially uh, Joey, Katie Holmes, the Tom Cruise's ex-partner. But um, yeah, yeah, it was just it was a weird dreamy kind of show. Yeah. And I remember watching it one time and there was a bridge in the background. I think it was the Golden Gate Bridge. But I remember thinking, I'd love to go there. I'd love to be at that place where they are and meet them and talk to them and see what they're doing now. I, I kind of half thought it was real at the time. It was a massive show, though. And I think even from the start, that theme tune, because in I don't know what it was, but in the 90s, shows just had they better songs. They did. Just when it hit, really I don't want to wait. Yes. Yeah, so good. But you know, yeah. it's on Netflix at the moment and they've had to remove the song for some reason. Oh, really? Something to do with like copyright or something like that or oh. some sort of rights. Yeah, but that song was really catchy. Yeah. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. 
I don't know who sang Come it. Come on, keep singing there, Owen. Your grand keep. I going. want to know right now. Can it be? Can it be? Something like that. But when you say Netflix now, have you gone back to watch it since? No, I was talking to somebody about it, and she said to me that she was on Netflix. She was she uh, binged watched the whole lot, and she told me that they've removed the theme song to it because of copyright reasons. Oh, okay. So I haven't gone back to it. No, but I'm kind of a bit. You know the way. You know when you go back to a show that you really loved in your past. Yeah. And you mm. feel a bit different about it. You're like, what was I what was I thinking at the time? I had that with Bottom, you know, the TV show Bottom. Yes. Remember watching Just, that? It hasn't aged well. Not really, no. But I suppose everything we do now probably won't age well either. Like we'll probably look back on TikTok and Instagram and be like, what were we thinking? You know, so yeah. with mm. the likes of Dawson's Creek, you know, I've seen clips of it and I'm like, Jesus, what was I like at the time? What was I, you know, what was I thinking about? Just... I suppose, though, the fashion and everything in the 90s, when you look back, it seems kind of cringy, you know? Yeah. And so Joey was your favorite lady out of the yeah. out of the fellas at it. Who could you who did you kind of relate to more? That's a good question, because I related more to, to Dawson, but oh, Dawson really? was a loser. Well, I didn't <laughs> like Dawson. So it was almost like I was looking at myself, the nerdy version of myself going, fuck it, I think I'm Dawson. But I wanted to be Casey. <laughs> I wanted to be Joshua Jackson. Yeah, because he was kind of uh, like cool wishy dude. and smart. Yeah. But then he didn't have great success with the late. Dawson had kind of had, was more successful, wasn't he? Or am I remembering that wrong? Dawson, well, actually, Dawson originally was more successful with Joey, but then Pacey came in and apparently the writers actually wrote that into the script that Joey and Pacey would get it on together because they had chemistry off camera, if you know what I mean. Oh, I think I do. Mm-hmm. I think we all I okay. think we all know what <laughs> you mean. Oh, this is all news to me. I suppose that's the problem with a friend group when there's only four years. You kind of Exactly. You, you're going to end up kind of all being together. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, someone's heart's going to get broken. And unfortunately, it was Dawson's. <laughs> and was, was, your, was your friend group when you were growing up like the gang in Dawson's Creek? No, they were the complete opposite. That was the thing. It was almost like a secret that nobody knew about. Like if, if someone asked me in school the following day, what did I watch? I'd, I'd like, oh, I watch Robot Wars. <laughs> but deep down, I'd be thinking about Joey and Pacey's relationship. <laughs> Genuinely, no, but I didn't really tell anyone that I used to watch it because I thought it was a bit of a geeky show. It's a bit soft, like, but I enjoyed it. You're prepared to say it now after all these years to come clean exactly. and say. 36 years of age, the, the lockdown has brought is brought the truth out of me. I'm here to admit it and exclusive. Get TMZ on the phone. <laughs> Did you guys watch Dawson's Creek? I watched it a bit. I didn't. I, it was fairly cheesy. I know. My, my sister loved it. Yeah, it was kind of like, and I suppose I probably in the 90s was probably a bit too young to relate to it. Okay. Whereas my sister was kind of five years older than me. She would have watched it and it was like, like that. It was coming of age and it was... Got to do with little love affairs and yeah. all this kind of crack. So I wouldn't have really, I more, more so probably would have been watching Gladiators and like Supermarket Sweep, do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, Dale <laughs> like, Winton, yeah. Getting the adrenaline going, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm just reading here. So what they did was with the team song, they only paid for the rights for it for on air, like showing. So when it came to the DVD releases, they took it off the DVDs as well. And uh, for streaming sites, they don't have it. They have a song called Run Like Mad on a constant loop. Mm. 
on it. I don't know that song. So that's what it was. Mm. Huh? I, don't, I don't know that song, Run Like Mad. I never heard of that one before. Yeah, no, apparently that's a team song that they're going with. So it's just like another random team song. Okay. But oh. they went to it, yeah. But they, they didn't pay, they just weren't coughing up the funds for it. <laughs> just yeah. Just like, fuck yeah. I'd imagine the band that, that had the original song must have made a fortune from it. Originally, anyway. Yeah. 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 I watched it. I watched mm. a bit. You see now, so I'm the same age as you, Owen. But I've the opposite thing where I had older brothers. So mm-hmm. what I watched was kind of heavily dictated by them. So I don't even know okay. if I would have gotten a, a decent run at Dawson's Creek. Do you know what I mean? If I was yeah, in a yeah. maid scaff and it went on, I would have happily watched it because. I would have been into Pacey. Wouldn't have been into Dawson. The hair was too much for me. <laughs> it was just too much. But I would have been into Pacey. So I think it was just because there was only one telly in the gaff. Yeah. And my my yeah. oldest brother, Simon, like he had complete control over the TV. Okay. Do you know, like he would get up at the weekends. You know, the way you might have a bit of a lion. Even if you tried yeah. to get up early to get the remote, he was <laughs> always up. Before everybody else, do you know what I mean? Just watching. Yeah. What, what was he watching? He was watching. Um, a lot of the time, he was watching the uh, Italian football league on Channel Four. Oh, that was terrible! I watched that too. Italian ninety, or not? Sorry, Italian ninety. Go Lazio, that one. Yes. Yeah. What was it yeah. called? But he'd be watching that. Now I did become a bit of a fan of Roberto Baggio because of that. But so it was just like <laughs> a lot. It was just like a lot of sport, but. Mm-hmm. I can totally see the appeal of Dawson's Creek. What kind of other, was that like a one-off kind of, you know, teenage show that you were watching? Or was there, you were saying to me before, there was other shows that you were kind of into as well. I'm trying to think now. Uh, I watched a bit of The Hills, which was kind of a spin-off of Dawson's Creek. That I think they, Ooh. I don't really remember all of that, but they used to play basketball, I think. But that was too far removed from my life. Like Dawson's Creek. Oh, one, I half one, tree hi- one Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. That yeah. was the t- what did I call that, it? You, when you said the hills, because you know that's the yeah. reality TV show. Wrong and, one, and, yeah. One yeah. tree hill, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the exact same show, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, pretty much. One tree hill and Dawson's Creek. They just added in oh, the yeah. basketball. That that completely. Yeah, yeah, completely. Wasn't Seventh Heaven around then as well? Oh. It was. That's right. Jessica Beale and the crew. Yeah. I really... <laughs> I remember? And the dad was the daddy. Um... A pastor. Was he a preacher or something? Yeah, yeah a like pastor. A, he was yeah. married with kids. And I, I remember finding that very strange that he could get married and have kids and yet be like this guy that's preaching. But obviously it's different everywhere in the world, you know. But Seventh yeah. Heaven, that was a good show. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah, there was that was like the modern day Brady Bunch nearly. Yeah. Because yes. he mount, mounted them in the gaff like. The Brady Bunch freaked me out a small bit. I was always, <laughs> I never trusted anyone in the family. They always seemed to be up to something. It was a bit. They're very dash. smiley, weren't they? They're a bit too smiley, Actually, yeah. I saw a, a comparison of the Brady Bunch. I'm plugging my laptop. To, um, to um, do you know the way, like, late, like obviously everybody's on Zooms lately for work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you have all the screens and there could be like, oh yeah, like seven screens. And it's like the fucking Brady Completely. Bunch. Oh, it is. <laughs> 2021. Totally, yeah. That's what it's like when you have it on the gallery view because it's just everybody talking yeah. to each other. Have you, have you done boxes. many of the, uh, the Zoom uh, gigs, Jen? Oh, no, I haven't done any. No, I'm a bit like yourself. I don't, I only do online comedy. Yeah. I don't 
call myself a comedian because okay. I don't do the stand up. I've come up with a net. Now, everybody else is calling themselves uh, sketch comedians. I was trying to come up with a, a, a sassy word mm-hmm. for it. And I got it through on Urban Dictionary and I called it a mockedian. And I was like, this is going to catch on now. Anytime somebody asks me what I do, I'm going to say a mockedian. And they're going to go, a mockedian <laughs> is somebody who lives on the internet. It didn't really catch on. All the lads. Michael Fry and the the likes of them are all calling them sketch comedians. So I'm just like, right, I'm a sketch comedian. Okay, right. And what do you think is going to happen? Like, what's what's next for like comedy on the internet? I I do, I can't figure out. Should I go full time live on the live streams, or mm. is it sketch comedy on Instagram or TikTok? Seems to be even faster again. I can't figure out which way it's going. I don't know. Like Emmy, you'd be more because you're you do the stand up obviously, and you've done online gigs. TikTok is. Like you can be either really lucky on TikTok or you could just fall flat on TikTok. I find some videos just go through the atmosphere on TikTok and there's no stopping it. And then other people just flop and they're very underrated on it. So I don't really know. You never know where, how these things are going to go. Like You got to do it all, man. You got to do it all. You were a big fan of Dawson's Creek, but you're also a big fan of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yes. AC Slater, Mr. Belding, poor old Screech. Poor old God Screech. rest his soul. Oh my God. Mr. Belding and the da out of Seventh Heaven are the image of each other. I'm just after getting a picture of the two of them. They yeah. are, yeah. They are. Maybe they're the same people. I mean, nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> and there's no <laughs> there's knows. no way of finding out. But do you no. think, do you think <laughs> starting with Saved by the Bell, do you think that was like a catalyst, you know, was that the entry to getting on board with Dawson's Creek? Do you know, there's elements think, there I, yeah, that are Yeah, I know similar. what you're saying. Probably. Yeah, probably like high school cool dudes hanging out together. And when I was growing up in Mayo, we only had six channels on the TV and we had no internet. So when you were seeing these TV shows, it was like a whole different world. That's when we really thought America was like a cool place to be. So I think Saved by the mm. Bell. Yeah, definitely. It was one of the first shows that I really watched religiously more than like one episode for example so the likes of Saved by the Bell yeah Screech uh, AC Slater <laughs> I was always impressed by his muscles and yeah um, you're you're big into kind of like the bodybuilding and stuff right <laughs> I'm big into talking about it but I'm not actually big into doing <laughs> <laughs> well, a bit like Which him is... then <laughs> a bit like AC exactly. he seems to talk well about uh, AC lot. Slater he had the beef to back it up you know whether it's... I just like talking about it because I find it a funny topic but um Maybe that maybe it was AC Slater that got me into the bodybuilding. And do you think do you think your mates were actually like because as you say there's only six channels? Do you think your mates were actually secretly watching Dawson's Creek as well? Do you think um, everyone was actually watching it? I probably probably the whole village was watching it because I remember not sorry the whole county was watching it because the ratings were always fairly high on it, so somebody had to be watching it. <laughs> so I, I just maybe it was Mayo people that were watching it, but um, so most people had Sky, you see, back in those days, so they had a lot more channels. But there were some families that only had the old six channels or even eight at a push. Yeah, yeah. it was one of those. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Are you living in Dublin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you always like had more no. choice up there with channels and stuff like that. No, that's just what we told no, you. No, it's the money. On. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the money, no matter where you're from. True. Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. And you know what? As yeah. well, I think that the teenagers that were on those shows back in the day, Oh, like obviously they weren't teenagers, but they just seem so like sophisticated. I'm sure they were all like in their twenties. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, wow, that's what a teenager's meant to be. And yeah. I was going around still like so innocent. 
well, yeah, kind of. Just, I wouldn't say <laughs> oh, I was that like, innocent, but I looked like <laughs> crap. Do you know what I mean? Compared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always had <laughs> like the they nicest They were so glam and sleek and everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just looked like crap. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was very innocent. Thanks. Thanks for putting that in for me. Um, <laughs> so, come here. Will you, do you think that you will risk it and venture back to Dawson's Creek on Netflix? We've been talking about this now, I think, and I've been it's been in my mind all day. I think I'm going to watch an episode tonight on Netflix just for old time's sake. Yeah, you know? I think if it's been in your mind all day, you probably should. I know, a week to be honest, you know, so. I think you should. <laughs> and do you know what? Sure, even do a little narration to talk your thoughts, put it out there yeah. on your Instagram story even. Just go, you know what? I never noticed this before. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but look at your man. I was too worried to like let people know that I used to watch it. So maybe I need to just step outside my comfort zone and do a, a do you know, director's yeah. cut. Oh, no, I'm a big fan of put like airing your, your laundry out there so nobody has anything on you. Completely. You know, yeah. S- yeah. slag yourself before they can slag you, yeah. you know. Get yeah. there first. That's exactly the way to be. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks so much, Owen. And I hope now after this episode goes out that it's you're just going it's just gonna be uh people contacting you just saying, Oh my god, like <laughs> thanks for coming out about this. I watched it as well. Just yeah. like Yeah, well I mean it was it was a massive hit, so yeah, it was a massive hit. So surely someone else out there uh, anyone I've talked to doesn't really watch it, so somebody's lying to me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Thanks for having me on, really do appreciate it. Thanks, Milan. Thanks for Here's coming a, on. See you soon. soon. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's only five eggs per bloke per day. I don't want to talk to you. Then shut down! Calm down, right? You're 19. Shut your face, right? 
This is the part of the podcast where Emma and I get to hear from our lovely listeners about their opinions on the TV questions we post them each week. And today we wanted to find out what our listeners thought were the most overrated TV shows. What did you get, Emma? Well, I thought this was a really juicy question. Do you know what I mean? I was like, come so on. So did I. Lay it on me. First one I got, Father Ted. I can't believe that. I was shocked. Now, in fairness, I haven't watched it in a while because, you know, you've you've watched all of them. So, it's you know, you can probably only go back to it, you know, every so often or, you know, you're not going to just watch it on loop for the rest of your life. But yeah, I honestly never remember having that feeling with F- Father Ted at all. No, neither do I. And do you know what it is as well? Like when you say an overrated show, it's like I can see why some shows do come across as overrated because everybody's always talking about them. And yeah. You know, I suppose like Father Ted's been over for ages, so you don't really get that people are going to be talking about it for ages. But like, it's just, I, I don't know. I just think it's a classic. I don't think. No, in fairness, I can see where people are coming from. I think that the likes of, um, Faulty Towers and some of those shows, like the Monty Pythons and stuff like that, I think that they're overrated so I can't see where people are coming from and do well Irish people in particular I think that they can find Irish shows a bit cringe like you often hear yeah. of people saying that Mrs Brown's Boys is very overrated as well which I love Mrs Brown's Boys and I love Father Ted and yeah maybe I don't know I think, is it just because they I think sometimes what happens if like it happens with comedy, but I think it can happen across the board. If something is really popular and a kind of um, this like cult following develops with it, like say it happened with me with Anchorman. So I I didn't see that like in the early mm. days. So I'd hear people like talking about Anchorman and like, you know, like quotes and everything. I was like, oh, my God, like give it a rest with the Anchorman. And then when I watched it. I was like, okay, I totally get it now. And then I totally get the thing of like, the more you watch it, like it actually gets better the more you watch it. And I was yeah. like, okay. So sometimes I think if this cult thing develops with a show and there's been so much like hype about it and, you know, yeah. when, it's just like, wow, I let, right. It's kind of amusing. So I have empathy for the people, well, not my father, Ted, but I have empathy for people who have an overrated show that I just, I don't relate to. What, what shows did people tell you, Jen? So I was surprised with this. Um, but maybe it's because I just don't really have that many. I don't really agree with it, but I don't disagree with it either. It was Friends. Mm. So I can see it from both sides. So can I. That's what I mean. I'm on the fence with it. It doesn't really surprise me. But at the same time, I wouldn't have pinned it as an overrated show either. Like, I can see, like... In the respect of the fact that it gets repeated to no end, like it's constantly on Comedy Central, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have seen each and every episode at least five times because it's just on that much, um, and like there's there's such a big thing around it, like you have Friends Fest and you know there's so many memes around it and stuff, um, so I can see where people are coming from, but I still think it's funny. Yeah. I think it still is funny. Like there's definitely like, you know, loads of episodes come to mind when I think of it, like the funny episodes. Um, probably, though, if you're not into it, like 
there does seem to be about six articles a day about this reunion thing. Yeah. So it does seem to be like it is fairly hyped, but it, it yeah, I can see it from both sides, but like mm. Mm. <laughs> exactly. I'm a bit meh about it. Like yeah. didn't sure like I suppose and then it's a generational thing as well. Like it's if there's nothing else on the telly, you will stick it on. You'll probably have it on in the background. You've no bother looking at your phone when it's on. You're not missing out on much. Then you have Gen Z who tried to cancel it there not too long ago and it came out on Netflix. So, you know, it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Really. It's been through a lot as a show, it really has. Yeah, um, hasn't really aged well, but then yeah. in ways it's, you look back at it and you're like, that's got. Yeah, yeah. We'll let friends away, but I think another show that came up and I was surprised, but then when it was said, I was like, oh, Strictly Come Dancing slash Dancing with the Stars. And I can understand this one because when it's on, it is massively hyped. It gets a lot of coverage. But mm. when it comes down to it, you're not getting a lot. You're not. I don't feel anyway. You're not. Are you getting your money's worth in terms of like celebrities doing stuff on TV? Now, I know they have to go off and learn to dance and they're doing it for the week and mm. it's a new dance every week and all. Um, But like, say, other shows that you could compare it to, like. I know they're completely different, but, you know, it's the same kind of premise ish is I'm a celebrity. Now, I know I it's different. So. I'm aware you know it's what? different, do, but I, you know what I mean? Do you know what? It's, it's weird. I never got the Strictly Come Dancing thing. I, I never did. Like when I like there was always such a huge build up. The, like I'm talking about the English version. Here. Yeah. But then when Dancing with the Stars came out, I was I was really into it. Because of the, like Irish the Irish connection. Version. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. And obviously, like, look, at what they have to go through, like the stamina that they have to have and like the muscle memory. And there's a, like, it's very hard, that type of like that physical activity that they have to do week on week on week. Yeah. It is very tall and um, it's a bit glamorous. It's not as like you're not getting celebrities that are eating like kangaroo balls. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? They're not like in a chamber full of snakes do you know what I mean like it, it, it's a it's very glamorous in comparison to yeah. other shows but I disagree with this one I, I do like the whole thing now I do see the whole thing I never got the hype around Strictly Come Dancing but I do love me a bit of Dancing with the Stars even if the stars aren't like it, it's always going to be one way with Ireland do you know what I mean it's such a small pond and it's like yeah. are they a celebrity are they not you know that kind of way yeah. but I do, I just, I like it, I enjoy it. And I, do you know what it is? I think it's because I actually like dance as a, as a thing, like. Yes. Wouldn't do it myself, I'm a little bit scarlet, but I do like dance. Yeah. If you get me. I know what you mean. I think, I think people were kind of saying that, see, I suppose it's, it's the fine line between, uh, like hyped up and then overrated because it is, it it does what it says, you know, does exactly what it says mm. on tin. It like it does do that, you know what I mean? Um I suppose it's a nice relaxing relaxing show. You're not going to there's not gonna be any like crazy celebrity wars with each other or I mean you get the odd affair yeah. strictly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's not meant one. to be like that, I suppose. No, it's not. But it is like like that. It's a very, very friendly family show if they're not dancing provocatively. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I get that it's hyped. It's overhyped 
it's like, oh my God, Strictly is back. This is amazing. I don't really get that side of it. Like it calmed down. Yeah. It's not that exciting, but I do like it. I disagree with it being overrated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I mean that's it like one person's overrated show is your mate's favourite show that they've been waiting all year to come Mm, back exactly now I know you cynics out there are going to say it was a meteor it was a space station it was a UFO and it was a magical experience and no one can take that away from me hi I'm Danny Doyle welcome to Jackass Now, as we are celebrating the final Telebox episode of the series, Jen and I have decided to dedicate this part to discussing some of the most thought-provoking finales and endings in TV history. You may remember we touched on this subject in the Teletalks a few weeks ago, but this time we want to give more time to the series that have managed to do the right thing and close out the show with a bit of style. Mm-hmm. So we've thought of two shows each. Watch your first Yes. So I think Breaking Bad finale because, I mean, I felt like I had and happily, happily did it, but I committed so much time to it. And I kept feeling like as it was coming closer and closer to the end, I felt like there's got to there's got to be a way of this like getting resolved or, you know what I mean, that it was going to be left Mm. on like a cliffhanger or there was going to be a big twist something like that and the finale was like amazing it was really really good but there there was there wasn't that big twist you weren't left in doubt of anything and sometimes with a show that can be when you've kind of when you've put in the graft of watching it for so long it can be actually really nice and then a little while Mm. after that then I think it was nice that you had um like the spin-off Better Call Saul, which was, so that was the character from Breaking Bad, if anyone doesn't know, if they haven't seen it, um, that was uh, the lawyer, the kind of dodgy mm. lawyer. But it was, uh, so you you knew that character already from Breaking Bad, but, but it was a completely different pace and a completely different show. So um, I know that's not direct, but you still feel like it's it's part of the Breaking Bad um should I say empire? World. But you know what I mean? So, um, mm. yeah. And I think that was really one of those shows I can think of that I was really, it was like when the finale was coming, you were like, it's coming, it's coming. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those shows. Mm. I think I said this somewhere, one of the episodes through Charlie Box that I felt Breaking Bad was so slow in parts, but I stuck yeah. with it just because maybe I think and I did get this answer in me, Teletalks as well, that a lot of people thought that Breaking Bad was an overrated show. I would agree with that. Just because it didn't... Oh, just throw it in really, there straight like, away, Jen. <laughs> yeah. The first I show, just, I thought it was overrated. Some, <laughs> sometimes when I was watching it, I was like, oh, it, it was one of those things where I couldn't not watch it. Like I had to keep going, but it was... Uh, Breaking it, your heart. I didn't do it happily. Yeah, yes. you know, no, where you opened that uh, there and you said, oh, oh sure, I, I I, had watched, I put so much time and effort into watching it and I happily did it. I unhappily did it. <laughs> do you know, but do you know what? I, I watched it over a bit, like, uh, I'd say I watched it probably like over a year. So I watched it 
I started yeah. watching with Shane really early on when no one was watching it and there we hadn't really heard that much about it and then we picked it up again when it kind of there was like a lot of hype around it so I think in a way we didn't like we didn't binge or we didn't have this thing of like oh, come on well, we could put on another one let's just like motor through this so maybe mm. that's I don't know whether that played a part in it like that we kind of picked it up again and finished it off yeah I think maybe the fact that I was after getting on it a little bit I know probably only about six months after everybody was raving about it and I was probably just waiting for it to live up to everybody's like description of it yeah and my expectation of it but I just I just didn't find it as good as everybody else seemed to now I will say the finale did leave me kind of satisfied yeah it was a sad ending wasn't it it was kind of it was like ah it was That's a shame but like yeah. it, it was very much it, this it is didn't the end like yeah it did it like it 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 really tied a knot in it like it was just it was like that's the end now that was a good story it was grand that's the end of it it's definitely not coming back like <laughs> yeah move on with your lives it's done yeah <laughs> um okay i was really interested now when you said your next show because i can't actually remember it and i would have watched loads of it do tell me so sex and the city yes fill me in now, is it Sex and the City or Sex in the City? A lot of people are sex talking about the, this Sex whole, and uh, the City. Sex and the City. Sex and the City, yeah. yeah. So there, there's, a, there's a bit of a an argument of a Mandela effect going around and <laughs> people thought it was Sex in the City. Um, so, right, we've been with the, the girls for six years and they bring us through their trials and tribulations and their sex lives and their their ups and downs and everything. And the season finale, I suppose, obviously they came out with films after it. So it wasn't the last time that we saw them. But we were after getting to a stage where Samantha was having chemo. Right, okay, yeah. Charlotte Charlotte was in the midst of adopting a baby. Yeah. Uh, Miranda, well, so Miranda was taking care of Steve's mom. Yeah, after she had the stroke. And then, do you remember, um, Carrie was after going to Paris with the Russian Russian, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Big showed up. Yeah. And Big told her everything that she's been wanting to hear for the last six years and it brought her back to America. Yes, this is coming back to me now. And it was a two, it was a, yeah, it was a two-parter of a finale. So, like, it was um one episode, and I think they were longer than usual as well, but the, the second part, it was just real... Like, ah, because I even saw somebody actually only shared a clip of it. And that's what made me think of it the other day on Instagram. You know the song, You've Got to Love? Oh, yeah. It's coming back to me now. That's, that was the song. That you was. You've got to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're, they're, so they're all sitting in a restaurant. Oh, Samantha's there. Jesus, it's her. coming back to me. It's coming back to you. So Samantha's sitting there and she has her little short hair from Rakimo. <sighs> The other two girls are there. There's three of them at the table. And then Carrie comes into the restaurant and they all scream because she's back from Paris. And then, like, you know, obviously she narrates throughout the whole thing because she's an author and she does her article or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she's narrating over the whole thing and she's just wrapping it all up. And then they all walk out into the street as the four of them, as mates. And the song is playing in the background and it's just lovely. It's coming back to me now and do you know what? I just had this overwhelming just 
cheese, just cheese. I'm just dripping in cheese, I remember. Yeah. And it was when you said that song, I got flashbacks. You got the love. And they're all like, kind yeah. of like hey, guys. Do, do. Like, I was a massive fan. I watched them all. But that ending. And it was just the whole thing of like so much emphasis on big. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know. There was a lot Very of emphasis, wasn't there? But no, I like, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm sure when I watched at the time, I probably felt some sort of happiness about it. Yeah, but yeah. Probably like, ah. if I was going, like, say if I was, uh, I was going to say, say if I was sitting in, like, what else we were all sitting in? But say if I was going back to watch an episode, I wouldn't choose to watch that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I suppose yeah. that's the thing about finales. There's not many that you would, that you would watch again, really. Oh, well, now my second show, I, 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 I would tend to disagree with you, but go on with your next one. Oh, yeah. Well, my second show, I would actually agree. So it's true crime uh, documentary. And it's called The Jinx. So I, I genuinely I don't want to say too much about it because I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody at all. But you know the way sometimes when you're watching a, a true crime documentary, and as we said before, like we we started out with true crime and we kind of talked about um, the Night Stalker because, you know, it was out there. There was mm. there was no like spoilers per se. It had, it had all happened in the past or whatever. But sometimes some of these even do you know those even those true crime shows where they build them up like these they've got these specialists going back to look at it and they're kind of mm. making out as if like we're we're now g- going back and attempting to crack the case and yeah. they f- they find nothing new out but they they find. Oh, like something like a postcard or do you know what I mean? And it's this whole thing and it's big hyped up. So never with a true crime do you expect there to be that kind of like payoff of mm. we're going to find out new information that we didn't know before this or, you know, there's going to be a big explosive. There'll be explosive parts, but in terms of like explode, explosive ending, you're not expecting it. The jinx, the ending of that show is I'm not exaggerating utterly like it's incredible incredible it's like not yeah I was gonna say you jump up but like there's no way you could watch the ending of that and not like respond physically to it like it's such a shocker it's such a shocker like it knocks you sideways you can't believe you're like you can't you can't even process at the start what's happening when it's happening it's just I pure really want to watch this now because gold. obviously you were saying that you were going to talk about this and our producer Ian was like oh my god Jen yeah I, I actually like fell it, off the couch because I've never throughout. seen this it's good throughout and I'd nearly go honest to god now I'd nearly be at the stage and if other stuff like to watch would you believe but I'd nearly be at the stage I'd nearly go back and watch it again Really? Yeah, because it's not even like it's not I'm not even saying it's not even the case of like, oh, well, the, you know, the end of it saves it. No, like it's mm. good throughout. But it's just like maybe it's OK, so it's a cracker anyway, but maybe it's just the way that they put the show together or the way it's edited. It just seems to like swoop in. Mm. Like they don't, in fairness to them, which I think was such a good thing, is like Again, a lot of the time what happens in true crime, if they have something, 
if they've a fucking like shred of anything, they totally milk the crap out of it. And you know the way that they'll have yeah. the like the ad break thing and you won't have the ad here and then it will link up and they'll go through again what happened and you're like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We know all this, <laughs> would you come on? <laughs> it's not <laughs> one of those shows. Yeah, you know okay. The they I get do? you. They're, they're not taking the piss with it. Especially the American ones. Like when Michael oh, went yeah, to yeah. Chicago, he will, and you're like, we know this. We know it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's an abs- It's an absolute cracker. But I don't want to. I don't want oh, to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it. But it's a right. Cracker. So what is it? Jinx. J I N X. Is it? Yeah. The Jinx. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to give I that probably, a watch. I probably I'll, watched it a couple I'll, of years ago. But tell me about your second one now with your deadly finale. So I'm surprised I haven't talked about this because it is actually one of my favourite shows and like we said there it's actually something that I'd go back and watch okay uh, it's called Sons, Sons of Anarchy okay it's ringing a bell but I, I don't I don't I don't think I know it at all it's right so it's Charlie Hunnam is the the big lead in it and it's about a motorcycle gang in America mm-hmm. now it's fictional but it's based off Kurt or the writer of it based it off Hell's Angels right so he spoke like he interviewed a lot of hell's angels members and got kind of accounts of their time in the motorcycle club and all that and he kind of based his storyline around that okay but like that it's just it's like in the name it is anarchy so the the name of the motorcycle club is sons of anarchy um or Sam Crow as they called themselves. We actually learned so much about motorcycle clubs. Not gonna lie, I was a little bit obsessed with them after I watched the show. And I didn't realise that Dublin has its own charter of Hells Angels and they their clubhouse is around the corner from where I live. So I Googled this... that and I found that out and I kinda drove past it and I was a little bit obsessed. <laughs> is this is this where you tell us that like you've joined them or something now and that's what you're off I doing? I know. <laughs> I like I'm not gonna lie I did try and get noticed by them um I think the 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 president of that particular now in Ireland they're only nomads I don't think they're active like they go on runs on Sundays like you'll see them going around on their motorbikes on of a Sunday but I think they're just going like I don't think they're going to do crimes do no I, mean? I, think I even just... think I think now it's kind of like there's loads of these biker groups where it's just they go off they just up the job for coffee, like yeah. They look yeah. the part and they love their bikes, <laughs> but they're very pleasant yeah, and, and very polite. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. And yeah. they just they stop at garages for coffee and stuff. But uh, I don't think they actually go off or on missions. Whereas in Sons of Anarchy, they go off on missions, um, and they're like they they're kind of in with the police. Um, the police don't really say anything to them, but they kind of they're nearly like um, vigilantes in that they'll sort out people for the police do you know what I mean like if there's crimes going on like the motorcycle gang will sort them out or whatever but it goes over the series of like seven seasons and there's like 22 episodes in each season so it'll keep you going for a good while now I will say like season one it's a little bit slow to get into season two very good season three is where it gets a bit dodge they start, they come over to Ireland and there's the IRA is in it. It gets very weird. A child okay. gets abdu- abducted. He ends up in a, like a, 
like I don't know like a nun's home or so oh, it's yeah, series three is a bit weird but then off. it gets good again then after that I don't know what it is. I think it was just a cringe factor the fact that they were in like you know up in Belfast and they had all these American accents okay. trying to be yeah, Irish yeah, oh, yeah. it was just uh, you know that kind of but yeah. just I suppose the lead up to it, like the show just gets better and better and better as it goes now like that like Breaking Bad it's quite a sad ending and um, we're kind of like where the show starts off and um, Jacks, who Charlie Hunnam plays Jacks, he's the son of the old president of the motorcycle club. And he kind of takes his place as being like one of the main fellas because his dad died or his dad kind of took his own life in a way. But I won't tell you how because it kind of all goes into one. But like there's just so many twists and turns it's not for the faint-hearted. There's quite a lot of violence in it, but Charlie Hunnam's really good looking, and it's it's mm. great looking at him. <laughs> but by the end of it, it all just kind of kind of ties itself up in a way, and it is a very like dead stop ending in that like this isn't coming back, but it all does get tied up nicely in the end, even though it's kind of tragic. Okay, I it's my I've never heard of it before. Have you not? It's on Netflix. It's really good. The soundtrack of it is brilliant. And it's just, it is, it's, it's a very good, now some parts can be slow and I'm sure like, yeah, you'll probably watch it and you'll go, oh Jesus Jen, like I can't with that character or whatever. Do you know, like there are a few sketchy characters in it, but it is really, really good. I just, all around, I just really enjoyed it. And I don't think it's, I think it's really underrated. I think as well, though, like if if a show has that many series and episodes, you have to give it a bit of breathing room, don't you? Like there's going to be a couple of Dodge characters along the way. There's going to be a couple of Dodge episodes where you just go, what was that? Oh, what was that? But, you you know, you soldier on. I'd say it's very I'd say it's like very uh, it sounds like something that would be possibly like quite visually pleasing to look at as well. Like I'd say there's lots of cool scenes and everything. And It is. Yeah, that's it. There, it's a really kind of cool, like, you could you could never. Like you, could, you couldn't just walk up to these people and be like, all right, well, sorry, have you got a smoke? You'd be, like you'd be terrified because yeah. just not the fact that they're like one percenters around. It's the fact that you just you wouldn't be cool enough. <laughs> yeah, even if you went up you with know? your little leather jacket, hey, is yeah, yeah. Hey. And I, I have to say, every time I see somebody in, you know, their little leather uh, waistcoats, they're called yeah. cuts. Every time I see a biker with one of them on, I'm like, oh, sons of anarchy! <laughs> like I, I lo- I'm obsessed with it. So, like, you're not so. It's not like you're not a train spotter. You're a biker spotter. I think by the same. I'm a biker spotter. Yeah, absolutely. Because even I know that the president and like I said, they're all, I think they're nomads over here or at least they let on that they are. But as far as I know, the president of the Hells Angels Club up in Mulhuddard, he owns the tattoo shop. Well, he did. I think it's closed now, but he owned the tattoo shop in Mulhuddard Village. And I was like, I think I'm going to go in and get a tattoo just to meet him. (laughs) His name is Carl. Like I looked up their website and everything, okay, and then so I went on Google Earth onto the satellite view so that I could look <laughs> at the back of the clubhouse to see what it looked like. So I'm not joking. I think basically, if you haven't watched it, please do because 
Jed wants to set up a little fan club or something. She needs a couple I of d- other people on board with her. Because if she does it on her own, it's going to look weird. If she gets other people on board with her with this thing, it'll be like a little a little club. Oh, well, yeah. I wonder if I knocked up, because they seem to be in the clubhouse of a Sunday. I wonder if I rocked up and just knocked in and said, here, can I come in? <laughs> like, and just and just look at just Not like when the pandemic is over, you know. Or like, I'm vaccinated. Do you know what I mean? I could just, I look, I'm vaccinated. Can I come in? Look at just... <laughs> This, this is a real insight into how hard the last year has actually been on you, Jen, that you're contemplating going and knocking in to these people. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's complete, total normal behaviour. <laughs> it's completely grand. It's completely grand. It does sound, yeah. does sound good, though, in fairness. Yeah. I, I know, I would. i give it a go. I'm going to watch Jinx, definitely. Yeah, do. We'll watch the shows and we'll, we'll, meet, we'll meet back with our notes. Yeah. You might be a while now because <laughs> it's, it's very long. <laughs> sounds It sounds lengthy enough, but I have time. I have yeah. time. That's yeah. one thing I do yeah. have. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to Telebox again this week. And a huge thanks to Owen Colgan, who was chatting to us at the start of the podcast. We also want to say a huge thank you to our incredible sponsors, Just Eat, for delivering this podcast. Not only have we loved diving in to loads of new telly over the past 10 weeks, we've also loved trying out the wide range of restaurants and cuisines all available on the Just Eat app. From Krispy Kremes delivered to the door, our annual Shamrock Shakes last week, there's just so much to choose from. Download the Just Eat app now and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaways all at the top of an app. And finally, a huge thank you to you. Yeah, you. Thanks for tuning in. If there is anything you have missed, go and check out our earlier episodes. And you can hear interviews with the likes of Des Bishop, Shane Daniel Byrne, Sir Steve O'Timothy and loads more. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.